As entrepreneurs, we all want to make a difference. And I have a remarkable entrepreneur. Uh, he's become a really good friend. He is an amazing individual. And as you get to know him, you're going to hear how the lessons that he's learned at an extremely high speed that are going to be really applicable for you for launching a phenomenal business. He started in the automobile industry, uh, opened up one server shop in 1997. And he built it into the largest uh, chain, independent chain in the Washington, D.C. metro area. And one of the things that just was, to me, was so remarkable is some of you might remember 2008, 2009, there was a little bit of downturn. I'm in, I, you know, primary business is financial services, so saw that downturn. It was real for almost everyone. Matt was able to double the number of stores during that downturn period from the 2008 to 2011. He took that opportunity to expand and he went full cycle as an entrepreneur. We all love, and his latest company, he's gone out and done a private equity uh, raise. And unlike most companies that raise private equity, then went on to win a whole bunch of awards, the People Choice Award for what he's doing. So remarkable individual, uh, Matt Curry, he's gonna share with us some of the lessons learned you do not want to miss this. I'm John Bowen. We're at AES Nation. It's all about accelerating your entrepreneurial success, and we are about ready to take off. Stay tuned. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep. Think bold. Drive hard. Watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com. Matt Curry, we, uh, I am so excited to have you here. I, I uh, met you real quick at Joe Polish's Genius Network. Uh, I read your book and I go, I gotta, ha I gotta have him share his insights and his energy. So Matt, thank you for joining us. Uh, thanks a lot for having me, John. It's, uh, it's really awesome to, to be on your show. Well, you know, it's, it, it's such a, uh, there's so many gurus out there and you're helping. We're going to talk about a little later. You're coaching other entrepreneurs and you want your, I mean, you're involved. I didn't talk about the philanthropy. You've got a lot of activities you're involved in and you really are helping an awful lot of people. But I, there's so many lessons that you, you know, you shared in your book and uh, you and I've got to talk about them since. And it, it's pretty amazing what you've accomplished, Matt. But, you know, and I think about it, if I were going to pick one of the hardest businesses in the world, it, that's one of the most competitive it's auto repair <laughs> and, and you know tell tell us a little bit of how you got in there and then really because you started at not the highest level and and then really build it into something pretty major well i'm a big believer in beginning at, uh, to beginning at the beginning all right so i started i loved cars growing up i was always me and my friends were always into cars and I started changing tires and cleaning bathrooms when I was 15 years old at um, the local Goodyear store and moved my way into management and uh, actually moved my way up to an apprentice technician and realized I had to be really smart to be a technician, so I went into management and sales. So <laughs> um, I was really good with people. I was good at sales. But I learned everything about the business from the ground up. I mean, how to be the best tire changer and technician and all the, all the great um, responsibilities of running a shop. But the, not only the, the back end, but the front end and how to deal with customers and problems and all that. So really, I, if you find something that you're good at, 
you know, I'm a big believer in, in sticking with it and learning everything about it and, uh, and turning it into a successful business. Well, you definitely did. And, uh, you ran with it. It's pretty amazing. And, uh, you know, it, it's one thing to start, you know, learning how to change tires. You know, one of the things I always like with uh, Michael Gerber is talking with the other day. Many of you are familiar with his book called E-Myth. Uh, and uh, he talks about technicians. And I, I grew up as a financial advisor and I was a really good technician. You grew up in the auto industry as a technician, too. But that that transition from technician to business person slash entrepreneur is a difficult one for most people because you know we're, we weren't wired that way. We want to you know you you want to do a great job for your customers. You know you're, you're doing providing a very valuable service. How would you bridge that gap, Matt? Well, I think in Mike, Michael Gerber's book he talks about it. I mean, there's a lot of awesome technicians that go out and open their own auto repair shops, and they don't do a very good job at it because they don't know the business side of it. So I really concentrated on the business side. When I was 17, I went into sales and management. And by the time I was, I think before I was 19, I was managing my own stores. And really, I just learned a lot of great lessons from, from, from a lot of great people and, and bosses and took all the good stuff and used that and saw all the bad stuff that I saw as well, didn't use any of that, okay? So I think, uh, you know, in, in Michael's, Michael Gerber's book, he talks about making that transition. And it was, for me, it was natural. Okay, because, you know, I was good with people. I was good with numbers. And, uh, you know, I, I for me, I was never that technician. I was never a really great technician and knew I wouldn't be. But I was I was good in sales and good in, good in management. And that's where I concentrated. I think, you know, people it's really important to concentrate on your strengths. All right. And not worry about your weaknesses. And that's kind yeah, of what no, I I've always believed that one of the dumbest things we can do is focus on our weaknesses and you know we can finish our career with really strong weaknesses you know right, exactly. you know we're gonna leverage it let's go to i want to go to some of the lessons uh one of the things that you talk about in your book and you know this whole concept of vision and planning and you know many of us in entrepreneurs talk about it but you, you use some tools and you, you use this uh you know you talk about these big white boards and how you pull it together why don't you share that with our fellow entrepreneurs well, so I'm kind of crazy that way. I, I have ADD and like a, like a lot of entrepreneurs, but I was actually medically diagnosed. So for me, I'm very visual and I have a million thoughts, you know, every second. So what I like to do is I'd have, to, in my office, I had two, two huge whiteboards. And in our conference room, we had three or four of them that were in meetings. And I would take all of my ideas and put them off on the whiteboard not in any particular order necessarily, just get them out of my head and put them on the board, things I wanted to talk about. And then you could organize them, go back and organize them. And it was also great when you're in a meeting with you know, maybe some of your managers or whatever, is you know, not only get your thoughts, but get their thoughts and put them all up there. And no matter what the meeting is, your, your meeting should have an agenda, they should have a point, a starting point, an ending point. But then all those things that come up, you know, you it's just it's a great way to, to, to brainstorm and and to get everything out and visualize it and then pick out the most important things and then make order out of chaos basically and that's you know that's what I love doing right as an entrepreneur and as, a, as an ADD entrepreneur especially is I love to step into chaos it doesn't scare me you know it's fun and making order out of it is a, is a huge challenge and I find it really fun which a lot of people don't a lot of people are afraid of that so uh, that, and the whiteboards really help really make order out of chaos is what they do. And they get the thoughts out of your head 
and they put them up there as a great. No, I love it because I mean, really, you know, it is easy as entrepreneurs to get overwhelmed a bit uh, with all the stuff going on, and once you start putting it up and take a look at it, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, yeah, we can do this, and let's prioritize that, and that's not important, and particularly getting your team involved. And you do something that, uh, you know, Vern Harnish, uh, Cameron Harold, and, uh, and Cameron wrote the uh, uh, a great book, Double Double COO, famous for uh, 800 Got Junk, and he wrote the foreword for your book, which we'll talk about. But uh, you do something that a lot of uh, these really gurus, and Cameron's actually was an entrepreneur in his own right in, in many uh, businesses. Right. But you do the two-minute meeting, and you bring your group together during the day, you know, each and every day. And and Matt, that's you know one of the things I have not done. I know Cameron's told me, Vern Harnish has told me, <laughs> and I haven't done. I do have a virtual. I got a series of companies, but virtual companies, and I go, you know. But you you made it work in all your businesses. I mean, maybe share with your fellow entrepreneurs because it sounds like it was really powerful for you. Well, first of all, Cameron is a really great guy, smart guy, and a good friend. And, and uh, he, you know, I'd recommend reading his book. He he uh, he really has some some really great thoughts to share. His deal about his vivid vision is ten times above mine. Okay, but I think it's really important to have a strong, compelling vision for your company. Okay, and that's an over overreaching message to your employees, your customers. Uh, your your vendors, everybody. What is your company about? Okay. Once you have a good, you know, a vision, and that vision is pretty static. It's really mine. Never really changed. I'd go back every year and look at it and say, you know, that's pretty much still what I want to do. But then you also have to have a game plan. Okay. And that's gonna that is how you're gonna achieve that vision. Okay. And the game plan is dynamic. That will change as markets, new technologies comes come in, as you expand, and just different things. But the important thing about the two-minute meeting is just keeping everybody focused. Everybody, so we'd get together, usually, you know, at between nine and eleven, and between two and four, we'd have a lull in the day. And I'd literally stop everybody in the shop. We had 12, 15 employees at each shop, get everybody together, and talk about, you know, what's going on. Hey, we're really busy today. Make sure you test drive every car. Make sure you use seat covers and floor mats in every car. Do high-quality work. Um, inspect every car properly. And you know, just maybe talk about some, you know, some maybe company news or whatever if, if it was necessary, and get input. Maybe somebody's having a problem that day, and and you know, allow for input. And the next day, it may be, hey, we're not really busy that today, so make sure you test drive every car, make sure you inspect every vehicle, use seat covers and floor mats, do your best work. So it's the same message, and all you're doing is it's what I call enforce reinforce. You can't say something once and expect it to happen. Like, for instance, getting emails back in like early 2000, you know, we, you'd get names, address, and phone numbers from every customer, but now I wanted to get emails as well. It took like two years of enforcing people to get 100% compliance. And so it's, it's just enforced, reinforced. And during that two minute meeting every day, I'd say, look guys, make sure you get emails from every customer. So it's very important. You can't just say something once and expect it to stick. You've got to keep enforcing and reinforcing your message. And that's what the two-minute meeting is all about. Oh, and it's, you know, one of the things you said, in addition to the two-minute, 
uh, that I think is so important is focus. I mean, we see you know, in business that concept of focus. And if you can get that team, if you've got a good team, you've always had good teams, you've surrounded yourself by great teams. I've done that too. If you can get them to focus on what are the key drivers of success and, and they're constantly changing, it's, it's amazing what you can accomplish. And, you know, the two minute meetings, really one of the, a very productive one I've heard over and over again. The other thing I just want to bring up, you know, we're, we're mentioning some names, uh, Cameron Harold, uh, author of Double Double, uh, you know, good friend of Matt. Actually, I was talking with him uh, last week a couple of times and I'm having him come out for our mastermind awesome. group of top financial advisors. But we, I brought up Vern Harnish, uh, Rockefeller Habits Scaling Up. Uh, we talked Michael Gerber. E-Myth. And, and one of the things Matt and I both do, and I saw Matt, you really do this, is, you know, you're one, you, you don't have this sense of, you know, kind of pride of ownership of, I got to know how to do it. You're going to take the best of the best and really run with it. Well, in terms of, you know, I know what I'm good at and what I'm not good at. Okay. So I, I've learned really early that, you know, I'm not a great detail guy. Okay. I'm not, um, a computer whiz, okay? And like my best and highest use isn't sitting in my office reading a 100-page contract from an attorney, okay? My best and highest use is out there with my team and executing and motivating people and making sure operations and marketing and everything's running really together. So, you know, I, I really recommend that you find out what your strengths and weaknesses are and don't concentrate on your weaknesses. You can't have a strength without a weakness and vice versa. So, Concentrate on what you're good at and hire, your, hire or surround yourself with, with other people who are good at what you're not good at, okay? And so, so I think, you know, if people can make that shift in their mind mentally, you're going to get a 10 times or 100 times return on that. Yeah, and it's, you know, because it's so tempting to, to really believe that you have to be the best of the best, you know, for everything. <laughs> and, you know, there's just no way. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> you can't do it. But one of the things you do, Matt, and this is how you and I met, is you know hanging out in a peer group of fellow CEOs uh, at Genius Network. But you know you you've got a history of doing it, and and you know and all as you built your business and so on. Tell tell us you know your experience, and then what would you recommend to your fellow entrepreneurs, both on the peer groups and coaching side. Well, I think both are really important from a networking standpoint, as well as just, you know, continuous education. Okay. You're constantly, you need to be learning and reading and hanging out with cool people and having awesome experiences. At one point though, I mean, I was in a 20 group um, with 20 other uh, automotive business owners nationwide. And it was, we got together three times a year and shared best practices, um, best ideas, went through each other's financials, held each other accountable. Uh, and that was really powerful. I was in that group for, I think, almost seven years. Uh, but and I'm in the Genius Network. I'm in Cadre and Mavericks, okay? At one point, though, I was in like six different groups. And something had to give, right? Because, you you know, you, you got to work. <laughs> you know? so, and, so you don't want to – you want to do stuff that's going to be impactful, okay, that's going to have meaning, and it's going to give something back. You don't want to be in a group just to be in a group. You can't be in the Chamber of Commerce. B, uh, BLI or whatever it's called, Vistage, Maverick, Genius Network, you know, it's just, it's too crazy because you got to concentrate on your business. So I'd say pick the two or three groups that are most important, that are going to have the most impact on you 
you know, hanging out with cool people like John Bowden, you know, and learning from the best. And, uh, you know, and Joe Polish and all those guys, Yannick Silver and Cameron, you know, it's just, you know, that's where you're going to get the most bang for the buck, you know, the most return. So don't be in a group just to be in a group. Yeah, I think, you know, you've got to have a purpose. And that's, you know, it's so easy to get involved. Uh, um, one of the reasons I'll give a plug for Joe's group, uh, you know, I really, I had worked with corporate in the financial services side and wanted to market directly to uh, financial advisors. This was uh, maybe six years ago now, and I, I didn't know what an SEO was. I didn't, you know, I didn't know <laughs> videos. I did none of, right. I had no email list. I now have uh, uh, over 300,000 financial advisors. We're doing 100 webinars a year. We're, you know, we've got all kinds of marketing automation and the business has grown three or four fold since then. And, and, and it's a virtual and I have no employees. And it's like, you know, it's, it's an amazing what you can accomplish, but be in the right groups, you know, and one, one of the things you want to be in is you want to be, you know, I still remember Matt, you know, I had one of the guys put his arm around me in the very first meeting and I just turned 60 and I think he was 30 or something like that. And he saw that I didn't, you know, quite know this stuff, but he put his arm around me. He says, John, you really impressed me. And I said, why, you know, uh, Phil? And he goes, well, you know, for an old guy, you're willing to learn. Well, I don't care what age you are, you know, hanging out with right, you know, the people who are driving to make a big difference. It's just so invaluable. And and I saw you know, with all the groups that you've been in, and 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 I'm in three now too. You, you got to be really careful because you can, any more than three or four, uh, there's value, but you, you you're not gonna you know you you gotta you actually gotta show up and execute on this stuff too. That's right, and you want to be in groups where you're really hopefully the dumbest guy in the yeah. room. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you and I, we could find those groups without any problem, and you know that's. Actually, you know, I got the AESNationAboveMe.com. That's why we created this virtual mastermind group, too, is to share. You know, you can do some of it virtual, but really rolling up the sleeves, getting together with guys. I mean, one of my favorite, I was in what was a predecessor to Vistage uh, Tech, and it was a little bit like your auto group. I, I didn't, you know, we, were all, we weren't all in financial services, mostly high tech because I'm in Silicon Valley, but it was 15 of us, and we shared our financials uh every month and i'll tell you there's some there's nothing like having 15 guys and gals that are driven entrepreneurs sure you know the bullshit stops right away and uh, there was a lot of good advice and i you know, I, I got a couple master's degree in mba in finance uh, one in tax and i learned more during i was in it for four years during that period so i really encourage people to you know find the right group yeah, agreed. I mean, having, you know, you don't want to be in a group that you're the smartest guy in the room and having a good variety of people with a bunch of different backgrounds is is really important too because it's really like a fraternity, like Joe's group or or Maverick, you know, it can reach out to somebody like, you don't, I don't know much about SEO. My, my wife does. I mean, she's a marketing, you know, our, our, our chief marketing officer, but if there's something we need to know, we can just reach out to somebody who's an expert, right? And get you know pretty much free advice, and then sometimes hire them as well. So I think having you know having a really high level group or a couple of them is really important, particularly that connect you. And Yannick Silver, yeah, he was right. in strategic coach with me for a while, and Yannick is a yeah you know, great guy and. 
and just extremely well connected. And it's, it's, you know, finding those groups where everybody's helping each other be more successful because it's, it's kind of rare, you know, as an entrepreneur, you know, I don't know about you, Matt, but, you know, some of your drinking buddies have no idea what you do. Type oh my God. <laughs> Judy says that all the time. Judy's like, oh, my gosh, like in her church group or Bible study. She's like, well, I got to go to work or whatever. And like, well, what do you do? And she's been our chief marketing officer for 15 years. You know, yeah. it's pretty funny. So, yeah, I think, you know, I'm going to a group. I'm in Cadre, D.C., which is Derek Coburn's group. And uh, we're going out, we're just, we're doing an escape DC. We're just going to go out and have some fun. You know? Yeah. Well, so some of it's just, it's not all business. It's developing really impactful relationships and deep connections. Yeah. And well. Derek, actually, one of the first podcasts I did was with De uh, Derek and he's a fellow financial advisor and right. has built in, you know, this uh, really powerful uh, networking group or connection group in the Washington DC area. And, you know, if you're, I mean, if you can't find the right group, you can be like Derek and actually start it, too. Yeah. He's like a great connector, you know, just like Joe and and um, and Yannick, all those guys. I mean, they're awesome, you know, awesome connectors. If you ever need anything, they're there. Well, let's, let's go on. One of the things that you do that's a little different than uh, some of the other groups, uh, you t you test and you use personality tests. Or you I think you do because you recommend it in your book. Um Matt, tell me, you know, what you do or how you do uh, that, because you know, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that don't, you know, don't bother with that as they're bringing in people. Well, so as we started expanding and we were looking at some of the stores that were doing really, really well and some of the stores that were maybe struggling a bit, you know, we thought, what can we do to, you know, make sure that we have the best people and the and the best seat on the bus, so to speak. And what we did is we started doing Myers-Briggs testing, and we tested myself as well as some of my top management and sales guys. And what we do is we're making a hire, especially like that, not so much for technicians, because technicians we could really vet pretty easily, but mostly for management and sales. We wanted to have people that duplicated what our best salespeople were, personality-wise. So we thought that was really powerful, and it, it, it helped quite a bit. You know, it, uh, it really did that. You know, I'm, I'm all about, in my business, okay, it was all about making, uh, you know, things scalable and repeatable, okay? I wanted to, you know, I, I couldn't, there couldn't be 10, 10 Matt Curry's or 10 of my best managers. So we had to make everything scalable and repeatable. And we did that through having rigorous policies and procedures. I mean, it was the same way, no matter what store you went to. And we did that by trying to have the same type, personality types as well. So I think that's a pretty powerful tool that, that you know, if you're looking for somebody, if you think you're the best at what you do, or you have people on on your team that are the best at what they do, try and duplicate them and make them, you know, make them repeatable. Kind of clone them, you know. So, you know, it's and you were doing it. You put the systems in place so that you can have you know the exact same experience for the clients and customers, but you got to have the right people. And boy, these personality tests have gotten so good. And and it's not you know they're not perfect, but they're pretty. They're a great filter with all the different people you can have a conversation. Talking about systems, one of the things that I was really impressed with, Matt, is you know this whole concept of saying yes to customers and. And, uh, you know, you share some experiences along the way in your book and personally you've shared. But, you know, w where does this mindset of saying yes come from? You know, it's kind of always been there. That's, you know, kind of been in my wheelhouse since day one. I think 
if you have, if you're, whether I was working for somebody else before I started my business or whether, you know, certainly in my business, you got to be in the affirmative mindset when a customer calls. I mean, we spent, you know, half a million, three quarters of a million dollars in, in marketing, getting people to come in the door or getting them to call us, okay? And some of my stores were super busy and people would call and say they needed a simple oil change and I'd be listening to phone calls and I'd hear no, no, no. You know, be like, what the hell's going on here, you know? Spending all this money to get people in the door and I know they're busy, but I think, so we actually had internal marketing campaign that we started that says say, say yes to an hour or less, okay? So if you're really busy, you call my, my, you call my stores, it's like, sure, I can do that for you. When would you like to come in? I'd like to come in at three o'clock. Well, we can't do it at three, but how about at four? So it's, it's being, you know, having a, a mindset in the, in the affirmative and, and, and it, having an internal marketing campaign, even if it's not in your wheelhouse. For instance, we didn't do body work, okay? We were mechanical repairs, tires, and all that. And, uh, but if somebody called for, for body work, we'd say, sure, we can take care of that. We would take it to a friend of ours shop, you know, or we'd refer them to somebody else. Either way, it's a yes mindset. The more times you say no to your customer, you can only say no a couple times before they're going to stop calling you, right? Yeah. They're calling you because they have a problem they want solved, and it's, your, and it's your job to solve that problem, no matter what it is. And whether it might be helping them by bringing them somewhere else or you know, giving them a referral or, hey, bring it to me and I'll bring it to my friend's body shop for you. So I think it, it's super important, and there's a lot of businesses out there that, you know, they say customer service is dead and all you have to do is have an affirmative mindset for your company and, and the power of yes. And that'll, that'll take you a long way, man. It's so powerful that uh, when you, you know, really, even if you can't do it, you're not the right person to do it, that right. pointing them in the right direction is so valuable because they're gonna come back to you. They, you know, it instills confidence. And so often we're kind of, you know, we get in our, this is our, our you know circle or square and if it doesn't fit quite in we're not going to do it right and and i'll tell you that uh, i had an episode yesterday in my own company one of them that one of my people forgot that and it's just like you know it's there you know you're in uh, we're in a very premium i mean it's the lowest price thing we have is twenty four thousand dollars so i mean you gotta be you know right. yes on a lot of things and if we're not right it's okay you, you don't say no you just say okay let me point you in the right direction and you know i don't know but i'll find out yeah and you know what i mean and so it, but it's gonna leave the customer it, it's gonna give you a lot more credibility in the customer's eyes and they're gonna come back to you because they're gonna value your your opinion and, and your well advice. let me go to the next segment which is da, 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 the book of the day and i'm excited about this because matt i really you know i read an awful lot and uh, when we first met you gave me your book and i'm going oh am i gonna read it and and it's a relatively short book from phoenix to san jose i think i got it almost done but i didn't stop yeah you know, if i could have driven and held it up i would have read it finished it there i finished it the next day but it's a great book let me put it up on the screen and and uh, you know, it's the ADD Entrepreneur. It's a best-selling book with Amazon. It's you know, you can see it's five-star. It's it's a it's a great book. And uh, what motivated you to do it? And what are the the readers going to find in this, Matt? Well, I had a lot of friends, you know, motivate me, saying, Matt, you got to write a book. I mean, everybody knew that I was ADD and all that stuff, and and like they would say, Hey, my kid's ADD. I'd love for you to write a story and 
And after I sold my company, I had a you know an awesome exit. I had an eight-figure, well into the eight-figure exit, sold to a publicly traded billion-dollar company, and I didn't have anything else to do, right? <laughs> no, so I always wanted to get the story out, and um, I think there's a lot of uh, you know a lot of great business lessons in there in terms of you know, having that having a yes mentality for you and your company. Um, you know, talk about hanging out with Richard Branson and the yes thing, all right? So I gave a presentation on Necker Island with R Richard was there. And when I got done, he's like, brilliant. He said, that's the way, you know, at, at, uh, at Virgin, the Virgin Group, he said, you know, the answer is yes. What is the question? Okay. So there's a lot of great books in there. We talked about sales, you know, the, the five C's to selling, okay? How to get inside somebody's brain to make them say yes. So there's two, two ways that the yes thing works. Uh, it talks about you know keeping and you know a lot about this, John. Your, the financial integrity of your of yourself and your company, how important that is. And then there's just a lot of fun stories in it as well. So it's a quick read. It's about an hour, hour and a half long read, I think. But uh, there's a lot of powerful, uh, a lot to do with my story. But I think a lot of powerful business lessons in there as well. So yeah, it was a Wall Street Journal bestseller and number one in Amazon in nine categories. That was pretty cool. It is a great book too. I'm gonna to encourage everybody to go to it because it's it's a um, Matt. You're kind of a you know you really share your journey and a lot of lessons there. But let, let's go to the next segment, which is the application of the day. And Matt, you know your fellow entrepreneurs are wondering, you know, on your smartphone, what what do you use, uh, you know, to that you want to share with your fellow entrepreneurs? In about the last year or so, I downloaded Audible, and I love it because you can listen to books. Well, you know, I like to walk every day or do some type of exercise of driving, whatever I'm doing, and you can put it on like 1.5, and I'm all about efficiency, <laughs> <laughs> which is what I love about it. I'm all about efficiencies, and in my shop, we talk about creative destruction, which is in the book as well, about how when things are good, breaking them down and making them even better. So Audible allows you to listen to a book, you know, up to 50% faster, and uh, which I love. And you can just listen to a lot more. And it's like, like we talked about earlier, it's about always, you know, always trying to educate and improve yourself. So Audible is a, a great application. It's, it's nothing new. I'm sure a lot of people have it, but, but it's changed my life a little bit. I like to read as well, but sometimes you can't read, so you just listen. It's a great tool. And I, I yeah, there's just so many times where, yeah, we're, we've got our smartphone and we're out walking, jogging or doing something and, you know, just putting a, a book on that you've been meaning to read. And, you know, and, and I have learned uh, the, the increased speed. You can also do it with podcasts. You can do it, you know, with us here today right. and crank it up a little bit and pass one and a half. A two, you can't, it really too, too much chip monkey, but, uh, but it does work. Let, let me go to the uh, next segment, which is uh, resources. And, you know, Matt, if uh, let me pull up your website, you know, for the uh, listeners and viewers here, uh, your website is a dash of curry.com. Remember, all the links are at AES Nation. We'll have the show notes, the transcripts and so on. You know, Matt, you're, you are uh, really out to help business owners and you're also doing speaking engagements as well. You know, tell us a little bit about what uh, the viewers and listeners will find at, the, at your website. Uh, well, you'll see some video clips of me speaking. I've spoken at the UN and uh, Georgetown University uh, School of Business and uh, a bunch of other places. So you'll see some videos. You can buy the book through my website. 
Uh, it talks uh, some fun personal stuff, you know, me cage diving, you know, great white sharks and hiking Machu Picchu and jumping out of airplanes and doing crazy stuff. Uh, but, you know, you'll, you'll learn a little bit about me, a little more about me, a little more about my uh, philosophies and business, some video clips if you want to hire me as a speaker or as a consultant. And, uh, yeah, you, there's a lot of good information on there. You can also download, like, I think three free chapters of my book if you go to the website and sign up. Yeah, I might just say, buy the book. I mean, make the investment. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that much money here to go. Let me, let me wrap this up with the last segment here, which is uh, uh, key takeaways. And uh, I'll tell you, there's, you know, I've got a whole bunch of notes that I've been taking, and, yeah, the very first we talked about was vision and planning as entrepreneurs. You know, we've got to realize, you know, there, this, there's this concept, uh, I don't even know who I can give attribution to, but, it, you know, as entrepreneurs, we make it up first. Okay, you got to make it up. The second is you got to make it real. And the third is you got to make it reoccurring, which really scaling it up. And Matt, you've done great on that. You took the whiteboard, you're working with your team, you're making it up, you're putting it you know, in the shops, in the multiple shops, making it real. And then that, you know, as entrepreneurs, if we want to have an eight figure or more, uh, you know, uh, there's nothing like Matt. I mean, it's, it's a pretty amazing time when you go full cycle, uh, you know. I don't know about you, but when I, I did get the check uh, doing that, it was kind of, it's good. <laughs> now, the other thing, though, is you joked about the book. It's also like, what do I do next? Is it the other, because you don't have all the team and all the support staff, and uh, your wife worked with you. Mine did, and i you know trying to get her to do things for me, and she got tired of going out to lunch. You got to then start another business, but you got all these lessons, but, you know, really use that whiteboard number one number two you know focus 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 matt talked about focus and scaling up and in that two minute meeting rally your team whatever methodology you use get your team to never forget what's the most important thing of the day and you know oftentimes it's the most important thing for 365 days out of the year and then third uh, matt and i would have met unless we were in peer groups uh, I, I gotta tell you that it's changed my life it will change yours but pick the right ones that you know you want to you want to have people that have walked the path before you that you want to go or at, at a minimum are walking the path with you you de definitely do not want to be the smartest guy in the room personalities tests as you're scaling up use these tools they're so effective at creating filters and screens and then hey your customers your clients they deserve a you saying yes and your whole team matt i want to thank you this has just been really great i'm going to encourage everybody to go i'm going to point you know aesnation.com we've got the transcript the show notes all the links to everything matt and i talked about get matt's book you know reach out you know look at his uh, website adasha curry got some great tools there and above all, execute, execute, execute your clients. All those future clients, they're counting on you. Don't let them down. We wish you the best of success. Exceptional, remarkable breakthroughs. AESNation.com.